Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, welcome back to part two of our series on building your financial house. Um, But before we start today, I have a question that needs answering. Somebody has asked the question, did I ever make my cushions? Now, that might seem like a really strange thing if you've not been listening to all of the podcasts. But in um, a recent podcast that I did on eight weeks to Christmas, um, I actually just mentioned the fact that I was in the market for some cushions and I... um, mentioned the fact that I'd been looking and they were priced anywhere between $39.99 and over $100, which I thought was ridiculous because I can sew. And so someone's asked the question, did I actually ever make my cushions? Um, well, yes, I have made three of the five that I intend to make. So thank you for asking. Um, and it ended up costing me $9 for those three cushions, which is absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? When you compare what it costs in the shops to buy. And how I did that was I actually went to um, one of a a big material store, which I'm sure you can work out where that is. um, And I bought um, some fat quarters. You could get five fat quarters for $15. What on earth is a fat quarter? Uh, Well, if you're into quilting, um, a quarter, a fat quarter is a quarter of a meter of material. And so you can imagine I got five. So I had um, a quarter meter square, which really is the size of the cushion I want. Um, And so I could make five cushions because what I did was I used the front, the, the quarter, the fat quarter for the front of the cushion. I already had some white material for the back. Um, And I had my previous cushion insert, which I just took out of the old cushion. So by the time I'd finished making them, each cushion cost $3, which is ridiculous, isn't it? So just encourage anybody out there who can sew, it's a lot cheaper to actually um, make cushions rather than buy them. Anyway, I digress, but thank you very much for the question. And thanks for keeping me accountable because sometimes we have these intentions and we just don't get around to them. So thank you for that. So now we're into part two of our building our financial house. Just a quick recap on last uh, podcast last week. uh, We talked about the foundation, which is gaining control of your money seeing a budget surplus, which allows you to build savings and an emergency fund. So let's just assume that you've got that foundation established. If it's something that interests you, go back and listen to the previous podcast. Um, And please, it's a work in progress for many people and life gets busy along the way. And sometimes your foundation gets a little bit wobbly. But the reason we call it a foundation is because once you set those principles in place, you you usually find that you can keep on top of it. 
So we're talking about the middle bit now where we're building those walls of, of our financial house. And it can sound quite overwhelming when I go through all of this, but remember it's a work in progress. So the main part of this area when we're looking at is we're talking about building our assets. We're talking about building wealth, all of that. And a major part of this is building your superannuation. It's really important that you understand your superannuation. And in superannuation terms, we talk about this area being the accumulation phase. So instead of just ignoring your super, instead of feeling like this money does not belong to you or you've got no access to it until retirement, it's a very important part of this middle section. And so it's important that you understand how is your super invested, what's happening with your super, um, how much is your employer putting in, are you putting anything in, are there special conditions surrounding that. Sometimes if you put a certain amount in, your employer will match it. It's not the same as salary packaging. So salary sacrificing into super is different to salary packaging. And I think because of all of that and because of the lack of clarity surrounding super, I will actually do a podcast down the track specifically talking about superannuation. The second section is uh, investing. Once you start to see a budget surplus and you see some savings happening, you might be uh, thinking, maybe I should invest this money because if you just put it in the bank, the, the interest rate on bank, um, bank interest is not very high because interest rates are very low at the moment. So you might lend yourself to think, well, I think I might start investing. The worst thing that you can do is actually just take the advice of your family and friends. Everybody's situation is very different. So when I'm talking about investing in this section, yes, I want you to start looking at investing. But first and foremost, you must think about investment education. I say this because people are very different. One of the things that a financial planner, if you go and see a financial planner, what one of the things that they'll determine, first of all, is what your uh, risk, uh, they'll do a risk assessment. Um, just what's your risk profile is probably a better word for it. Um, and, th- and in that, they will work out whether you are an aggressive investor, like you, you are happy to take a lot of risk, or you're a little bit more uh, balanced, moderate, or whether you're very, you, you want to take very minimal risk. That's really important. So you could be talking with a friend who is heavily invested in the share market and actually regularly turns over shares. So they'll buy and sell and buy and sell. If you, are, if you are a person who likes low risk, that is the worst kind of advice for you. You should not be doing that because you just won't sleep anymore. <laughs> so, so it's really important that you take on some education surrounding investing. And I think that that's another topic for a podcast down the track. But I wanted to bring it up because um, I, I want you to start thinking about investment education what kind of investments are out there what kind of investments would you feel comfortable with so obviously there's your superannuation and that's all invested very differently so that's um you need to look at your risk there as well investing in property investing in shares would you like to be able to buy you know really expensive art and um, something that will increase in value so an asset 
um, is, uh, is, is a way of gaining wealth or creating wealth or growing your assets if it's something that increases in value. So it doesn't just have to be property and shares. It can be artwork. It can be classic cars, you know, all of these. It can be gold, you know, all of these things. So I want you to start thinking in this area about investing. But first of all, get some education. And like I just said, I will do a specific podcast on investments. So another part is that you really need to be thinking about eliminating your debt. Um, debt is something that will needs to be completed in as soon as possible time. Um, obviously, you know, if you take out a 30 year mortgage and you take 30 years to pay it off, you will usually find you've paid it off by the time that you're going to retire. But the problem with that is you usually end up paying two, three times the cost of your property that you purchased. Um, then if you add to that credit card debt and personal loans and all of that, or you keep redrawing on your mortgage, you're just extending the term of that loan. So I really want you to think about making a focused effort to get rid of debt in a timely manner. Um, a really important part of this space is looking at insurance and asset protection. So insurance with regard to the person, um, when you think about it, who is holding up all of your future? Who is holding up the income that comes into your household? If you're the sole breadwinner, then your spouse and your family are very much reliant on you. Um, and what will happen if you suddenly fall ill? Have you got income protection? What would happen if you suddenly have a, a traumatic um you go through a traumatic time, so you could be diagnosed with cancer, something like that. What will happen during that period of time? What if you're totally and permanently disabled? Um, are you covered for that? Or what if you should die? Um, will your family be looked after? So you really need to look at asset protection. Um, you need to look at you being the major asset, If you definitely if you're the sole breadwinner. Um, but look at that, look at all forms of insurance. When we talk about asset protection, we're looking at um, protecting those investment assets. Have you got insurance related to that? Um, you know, and protection from the aspect of where is that uh, money going to go should you die and leave it in a will? You know, have you got a will? So that's another part of asset protection. So all of that area needs to be looked at. Some people will say that insurance is a waste of time, but, you know, really, realistically, is it? You know, if all of a sudden your partner dies and you're left with all of this debt that you've got to fund, would you really say it was a waste of time? Um, or if your house burnt down, would you really say it was worth or not uh, not worth insuring your home? So really have a look at this whole area. It's a very, very vital area that you need to look at. And as I say, especially if you're the main breadwinner, do you really want to leave your spouse or your children in such a financial hole if you were to pass away or if you were totally and permanently disabled? So have a look at that. That leads me on to the whole will thing. You, you know, you really do need to look at leaving a will. Um, and this is a really good time to look at that. Go and have it done professionally. I really do recommend that that's a good way of doing it. Um, because sometimes, especially if there's blended families, there can be contesting of wills because of, um, let's say, for instance, a husband, a husband and wife came from, came into the marriage and they both had children of their own to a different partner. 
once the, a spouse passes away, they might prefer for their assets uh, to go to their children, you know, so it can get quite complicated. So I want you to really look at that. How do you want your assets um, distributed upon your death? Do you want it to go to your spouse? Do you want it to share it with all of your children, with your blended family or just your blood children? Um, and then, you know, that also needs to be dealt with. And then part of that is a power of attorney. You need to look at that power of attorney. If anything happened to you and you became incapacitated with regarding to making financial decisions, then to have somebody there on your will that can make those decisions for you. Someone that you trust and that you know would make the same decisions in the same way that you would make them. So that's really important too. Another really vital part of this whole area is looking at um, your goals, your lifestyle goals, not just with, with regard to the future, but the now. Are there holidays that you really want to go on? You know, I remember a few years ago, it was really important to my husband and I that we take our children to Disneyland. That was something we always wanted to do. And we had two sets of children. So we had older children and then we had a big 10 year gap and we started all over again. So we had to go twice because the first time that we went, our two older girls loved it. Um, but our little children, we only had two at that stage and they were real little. They were babies two and just born so they would never remember that so we went again when the other three children were older and they could remember it so that was high on our list of lifestyle goals and we needed to make sure that we saved towards that so that we didn't wait for the future all emphasis was not on retirement but it was on living for now so it's really important that you put your lifestyle goals in there and that you save along the way to be able to achieve those goals and you do the things that you always wanted to do you know sometimes people want things like boats and uh, holiday homes because they want to enjoy them with their family now well that's a really important part of this whole area um, and then the final one um, is to look at retirement planning. So you need to start thinking now about retirement. What is that actually going to look like? Do you want to do a lot of travel in your retirement? Do you want to leave a big portion of your retirement fund as an inheritance for your children? And we'll talk a lot about that next um, podcast because we'll talk about putting the roof on this whole financial house and really retirement is a big part of that. But what I want to be able to just get you thinking of right now is what is your retirement going to look like? And obviously, you know, because you've done the exercise surrounding budgeting and you've done the exercise on keeping to a budget, you know what your costs are. Well, obviously in retirement, some of those costs will be gone. Your mortgage will be paid off. No more school fees. Hallelujah. You know, it's great when the school fees stop because they can be quite a big burden on a household. You know, things like, uh, well, just costs reduce quite dramatically. When children leave the nest, costs do reduce. Um, there's no running around after children anymore. However, you still do have costs associated with your children because often there's things like you want to help your children out. So there's, that really should be part of your retirement goals, but also lifestyle planning as well now. What if your children have all left home and you would like to go on a family holiday every year and you're going to foot the bill because your children are just starting out and they have a lot of costs, especially if they've got children. So 
the circle of life goes on and on and on. So you really do need to think about this vital area. So just let me um, summarize. We talked about superannuation. You need to start understanding what's happening with your super. You need to start thinking about investing and you need to start building your investment education. You need to look at eliminating your debt. You need to look at your lifestyle goals. Are there things now and in the future that you want to be able to achieve? You need to look at your insurance and your asset protection. And you need to look at writing a will and doing some estate planning. Um, And then you need to look at your retirement planning and what that involves. So I hope that's helped you to get those um, uh, brains of yours thinking and planning ahead. Please don't feel overwhelmed. We will do a specific podcast about superannuation and investing in education. Um, And... um, But I hope that it's just got you thinking. It can be a really busy time right now, but uh, in your financial world, once you've got that basis sorted, your foundation sorted. But look, just look at one thing at a time. Start to make a list. Have those conversations with your spouse, if you have a spouse, and really start to have a look at that. If you want some help, remember, you can always give me a call um, or write to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. Go on our website, coachchris.com.au com.au and there's some coaching packages there some programs that you can go on that will help you if you feel like you need some help but I hope this has been a help to you to get you started thinking look out for part three really look forward to finishing the series off and helping you move forward so you know i always leave the podcast with let's face the music and dance so we're facing the music of that middle section Don't bury your head in the sand. Face it so that you can dance all over it. Until next time, have a good week. (laughs) 